Previously on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Uh, Flight, if you've never seen it, is Denzel Washington. And that, oh, yeah. And he turns the plane upside down. Uh-huh. And that is the movie that I watched, I think, 25 minutes of thinking it was the movie about Sully. Right. I thought it was the Tom Hanks Sully yeah. movie. And I'm just literally like 20 minutes in being like, fuck, man. I, when do the monsters even, show up? Yeah, they still haven't even shown Tom Hanks. It's like, and then he move, flips the plane, right. and I'm like, I think this is a different movie. It's like I watched solely, like Mike wasn't even in it. That's right. Fucking, I just wanted some goddamn monsters. Thank you. Monster Zinc Centrum. That's right. Uh, fucking whatever. How are you? Me? Yeah. I am fantastic. Yeah, you are. Wait, you're Patrick. Yeah, what's up? Absolute horror. I cannot leave. I cannot stay. What's up? Not a lot. I'm fine. Hell yes, I am. <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, buddy, what? Uh, okay, episode three, right? Zero zero three. Zero zero three. It's gonna be crazy once we hit nine hundred ninety nine of these. Yeah, right. That's all we gotta do, and then season three starts, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how are you? What have you been up to? How's life? How's your brain? How's your heart? Oh, you know, just yeah. uh, enjoying the weekend, uh, mm. working, working right through that Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Are you to the part where the kid, uh, Cam, whatever the adopted, the gay couple's a daughter has like aged up really fast? Uh, we're about to finish season two, so she's gonna have another little jump. Yeah, at some point um, she becomes like a whole adult. <laughs> also, I uh, hate how realized uh, Phil Dumphy is of who I am. <laughs> That's funny. It's uh, way too much. I see way too much of myself in that guy. Yeah, that's but yeah, great. just enjoying that. You know, um, Julie Brown, the mom from that show, downtown, downtown Julie Brown, that's her. Um, from Happy Gilmore, did you know there's like she apparently dated Tucker Carlson for a while, Gross. like in the last decade, but also like claims to be a liberal and like what, like you know, is like all for like empowerment, but like still at some point thought it was a smart move to date. I don't know. What a weird brain celebrities have. Well, right? you know, maybe uh, she just likes frozen dinners. Yeah. And frozen <laughs> expressions. That's right. Uh, the Swanson family, right? Isn't that who yeah, I'm from? a banquet boy now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. From banquet? Those are my pot pies. I would love it if they would make shitty. Uh, what those are called? Uh, frozen dinners. But uh-huh. that was vegetarian. So that I could have the little thing that looks like, you know, the mashed potatoes, the brownie. You know, some corn yeah. and then like fake chicken nuggets. I'd love if it, it makes you feel better. They're about I guarantee they're about 80 percent vegetarian. Oh, meat. yeah. Yeah. Boy, I used to love a lot this. of a lot of sawdust. I used to when I was a kid, I would do a thing where I would watch rookie of the year <sighs> and eat the Salisbury steak oh. one because there's that scene yeah. where he's on the plane and goes, best damn Salisbury steak I ever had, man. 
Oh yeah. I can't wait till we we don't do fun sizes anymore. What? But, uh, oh yeah, that's right. I knew that. Maybe just like a good frozen dinner episode. Oh, oh yeah, hey. man. I could yarn about frozen dinners. There was uh, a... those encore ones. Oh yeah. Is that that what you're talking about? The Salisbury steak yeah. where you just get six Salisbury steaks. Fuck no, the sides. that's cool, but that is not what I was talking about. I was talking about banquet, probably. Yeah, those yeah, are the cheapest those are good. Ones, but yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Um, the uh, I I was gonna say uh, uh, before we get into what we've been up to, mm-hmm. uh, the uh, or more so what we've been up to. We already discussed Modern Family, of course. Uh, my friend, friend of the show, uh, Shank. Uh, I a couple maybe like a month ago, I gassed him up on the because I was talking about how. He's like, how do I listen to your podcast? You know, because he like he yeah. like he had never even fucking tried it. Well, we had a Zoom call with all my friends the other night, and brother, he's listening because he he knew every he he's the, he's new he's listening yeah. he's listening backwards, which I was like, I don't know, man, that seems fucked up. So but, what? The plugs are first, and then. <laughs> And then like, everything sounds satanic. He was like, he's like, I don't know why you guys go Sega whenever you mentioned Sega, but I assume at some point I'll figure out why that started. And he referenced uh, Sam Rager's dad at one point. I was like, this guy, man, he's like becoming he's a all, fan. Yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah. So I don't know if he's going to be able to listen to this one until he gets all the way through the whole thing. But thanks a lot, Shank. We're all pulling for you. Yeah. Uh, and we had a suggestion that maybe we should do a uh, uh, God damn it. Was it Spider-Man? A Spider-Man episode. But it's just the all the, all the films like it, it like we talk about every Spider-Man movie that is. Oh, yeah. Out, you know, and I think that's, that's a month right there. Literally, what I was thinking about is maybe like to do a month of Spider-Man spider month, spider month. Uh, OK, so uh, a lot uh, of web content. That <laughs> oh, guy. That's for sure, yeah. I, I. Oh, he's probably pretty stoked that New York legalized weed. I am because he just, loves it. He, this is the first time I'm going to legally smoke on the podcast. marijuana product on the podcast. Here That's we go. great. There it is. There it is. Look at that. Getting put in his brain, getting all fucking goofballed up. Uh, what else you been up to other than modern familia? Oh, you know, just trying to take over the world with the Romans. Yeah. Still playing civilizations. That's uh-huh. fun. Uh, I uh, yeah. had my Easter basket today. Oh, sure. What was it? Let me know. That was that hit of pot you just took. Yes, that was it. That was it. Uh, Well, I went my real Easter basket comes tomorrow Mm. when uh, you go to the CVS. Yeah. And you get all the half off candy. Sure. Yeah. The Whoppers. That's like Easter eggs. That's the real hustling that matters. Yeah. 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 Getting that cheap Easter candy the next day. Uh, I'll tell you Easter actually started out as a pegging holiday. (laughs) That's really funny. Uh, I, uh, well, I'll tell you this, my uh, Easter, by the way, hold on. I thought of this and I'm sure this joke has been made a million times, but I put it on Twitter and people liked it. Uh, this is my impression of Jesus uh-huh. finding out that the holiday named after that the holiday in celebration of him getting crucified and murdered is called Good Friday. Okay. This is Jesus figuring out the holiday uh, that celebrates him getting crucified and murdered is called Good Friday. Um, what the fuck? Yeah. To me, the only Good Friday is the original. Oh Fucking, yeah. Once the sequels came in, I mean, Mike Epps is funny, but he is no, oh, yeah. he is no Chris Tucker. Somebody, I think maybe Micah Brucey tweeted that like if if they really wanted to, they could have made a like a Good Friday <laughs> movie, like Good Friday, all about like the weekend of Good Friday, and like made like an extra couple thousand dollars, you know? Oh yeah. Um. 
I'll tell you this. My Easter. Uh, Here's my bat. imitation. Uh, sorry. Here we go. Nope. Go ahead. Sorry to take your legs out. Do it. Do it. Here's my imitation of uh, uh, Ice Cube on a Thursday. Okay. Yeah. Are we there yet? Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Because you know, he wishes it was Friday. I didn't like that joke. Um, Whoa, my, is, that a, is that a Ninja Turtle? Yeah, this is yours. I just haven't sent it to you yet. I, it's a Donatello that when that sticker, he's he's in a uh -huh. he's in a locked position, but when that suction cup gives way, he does a flip, a cartwheel. Um, right. Do you think uh, Donatello has meetings by himself uh, that he doesn't it, include the other turtles in? And he's like, uh, this is a staff only meeting. I literally was like, what do we call this? A bow staff meeting? Uh, that was sent to us by listener uh, Matt Von Dreck. That's one of yours. I just haven't got it. Oh, over nice. Yeah. Um, okay. So I got to say a few things. Please don't interrupt. Uh, That's the podcast for you, baby. I uh, uh, My Easter basket came early yesterday when I took the two train up to the Bronx and got myself my first vaccination shot. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, the two train is what I call taking a dump. Yeah, that's what you call it. The old, uh, I go jump on the old two train, number two train. Me too. And the, and it's very funny because the two train, there's the one, two, three in New York. It's the red uh -huh. line. Yeah. And it's fun because uh, sometimes I'm like, I'm just going to take a one. And then everyone's probably like, oh, God, I got a two. And then all of a sudden you're like, well, I might as well jack off since I'm sitting here. And that's the three train. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I got my shot. Uh, Moderna. Uh, and Moderna life is war. That's right. Oh, hey, that's pretty good. Uh, Halo Moderna Warfare. Wait, is that what that's called? Uh, no, Call, like, Call of Duty Mo Moderna Warfare. Um, it. You know. Yeah. I take the two train when I have a Call of Duty. Okay. Yeah, we're back on that. Uh, <laughs> Got to keep it on track. It, oh, Jesus. It makes my. Uh, so I got it at about two o'clock yesterday. So almost 24 hours. Two o'clock. My arm. Uh. It feels like I got a bad bruise. I don't, but it feels like I got a bad bruise. But other than that, I'm feeling all right. Don't have any headaches or nothing like that. Um, no superpowers? Not yet, but I'm trying. I kept you trying to... better phone reception at least? I spent about a half hour last night trying to get Stacy's middle finger to explode. I thought that'd be a pretty fucked up thing, but... Um, <laughs> nope, I'm feeling all right. Uh, okay, so you're on Modern Family. I'm yeah. back. I'm ha I'm half vaxxed, vaccinated. Um, I'll tell you what I did. Started downloading NBA 2K1. I think it'll be back in a month 2k1 2000 nba 2001 20 2021 okay i, I don't you, know what they call it the newest sure. the one on the game the newest one, yeah i thought you started downloading a game from fucking 20 game, have you dreamcast have you played battle toad sega dreamcast okay here we go um dr robotnik is played by andy reed um sonic is played by i can't wait should you be putting pot in your body if you're gonna go get your vaccine here soon i think i'm fine okay i i know that they specifically said don't take tylenol so i was like well all right i got um, four hours i literally just watched you lay your pipe down uh <laughs> you're like oh maybe that is a good idea government uh, is listening i i have you played the battletoads game that's on it i have it downloaded apparently we could i play want it. somebody to play with yeah i guess we could play it together we could twitch it that's what make shank a fucking said. episode out of yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know how to do none of that, but that's what Shank said is that we could play it together. Um, so that's cool. I uh, okay, so I would tell you that what I finished watching television wise. Uh I we yesterday we finished Everwood. Um fucking fantastic. Uh I cannot recommend it enough. The only bummer is uh they it's one of those shows it ends in like an okay way, mm -hmm. but they thought they were gonna get another season, so it's not a big 
fun series finale. They got fucked over on it. And so that Aww. blows. And they were going to do uh, a reunion. They were in talks to do like, because apparently there was a thing called, you're going to love this dream. There was a thing called the CW Seed, which was like the CW's streaming service for a long time. You know, the Seed was their streaming service. Uh, uh-huh. It's like a three train, if you ask me. Um, <laughs> but, and apparently when the CW Seed came out, like in 2017 or whatever, uh, Everwood was like one of the most popular shows on a console because nobody, a lot of kids had never heard of it or seen it. And so it got so much buzz that they were going to do a reunion series, like, you know, like a follow up like they did with Gilmore Girls. But one of the main characters uh, died like last year in 2019. So that sucks. I do. And I don't think there's any way they would be able to work around it. It would be too fucked up. Um, Never would. Yeah. Which really sucks because they could have they were like I saw an interview from 2017 where they're like, maybe it could happen and we could really wrap up the series in the way that we never got to before and stuff. But. Cannot recommend it enough. So good. Very, very good. Um, yeah, so I'll would... check it out. Never would. Uh-oh. Hey, isn't that Watch what that show? I never would. Uh, hey, ask me what happened after I have watched porn habitually for 15 years. Hey, Patrick, what yeah, happened up? when you watched porn habitually for 15 years? Never would. <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh okay, you got your NBA. You're gonna play who? You, what team are you gonna play as the Knicks? Knickerbockers, baby. That's They're my okay. squad. They're okay right now. Last I checked, they were above 500. Fucking Brooklyn's gonna go. Has a real shot. Brooklyn has a real shot to go through this whole thing. You know. Well, I mean, if you just keep breaking the rule, turn off trade, yeah, rejections, and just put whoever you want on the team, yeah. it's gonna happen. That's right. Uh, the other thing. Oh, I want to say this. Another thing I've been watching that was kind of cool. I started watching last night the uh, or maybe two nights ago, the challenge. Remember the challenge MTV's the challenge? Barely. Like real world road rules challenge. I found one from like two years ago and jumped into it. Cause I I, I watched it a lot like when I was in Des Moines. Yeah. But then once I moved to New York, it was really hard to find because like you'd have to watch it like on MTV.com or whatever the fuck. And uh but it's on this Paramount app that I still have for like another what five days. So I've just been binging it and it's it's I I it's like if listeners if you were homeschooled right and you don't have the experience of getting to go back and like to a high school reunion and see how time has ravaged people you grew up with oh yeah watch the challenge because you're like Jesus Christ why do you look like fucking hell you're 31 why do you look like that I just started watching Master Chef oh sure yeah have you seen this uh no I have not I've heard about it. Well, I'm five seasons in and I'm starting to lose patience. How many more seasons do I have to watch until the guy from Halo shows up? <laughs> shit. It would suck if you were a doctor and you lost your patience. Well, speaking of that, did you know Axel Rose uh, is now a pediatrician? Is that true? Yeah, yeah. He's just looking for little patients. Oh, wow. Uh, did you know that uh, Godzilla is a huge uh, Axel Rose fan? Yeah, he's got an appetite for destruction. <laughs> trendy, trendy. Topics. trendy. We're trendy. Topics. Topics. Did you know trendy. that we're trendy? These are topics. Hashtag. Uh, wow. Trending topics, buddy. Uh, yeah. Okay. So. A lot big, of them. Big week. Yeah. I'll tell you this. Mm-hmm. I did not rewatch. I did not watch the second episode of Mighty Ducks. I feel like that has now fallen out of trending topics. I don't oh, foresee yeah. talking it's about gone it again. Forever. Yeah. 
Um, Fucking Gilmore. Gil less. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, the Trinity. So, okay, lead us off, buddy. What's first? What do we got? Oh well, I fi- I did get around to watching Invincible. Yes, and the, uh, and now that's the Robert Kirkman animated series that's uh superheroes similar to the produced boys. by uh Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. That is right, and has like just a t- I do- I dove in like we talked about it last week on yeah trending, yeah yeah trending topics trending topics trending trending, trending. we talked about it yeah and uh just i brought it up and we didn't even have anything to say about it because it's kind of gone under the radar yeah a little bit but who boy it is uh good i burnt yeah. through the three episodes that it had early in the week mm-hmm. in one sitting and uh was ready to watch the one that they dropped on friday and the voice cast is awesome it's yeah. uh uh steven nguyen oh yeah yen or whatever from steven the walking there, there it is nominee oscar nominee for yeah, minari yeah. jk simmons oh oscar winner yeah sandra wow. oh oscar uh, winner yeah and then wow. that's just the main it's got like walter goggins everybody oscar friends friend he's and got a friend named I'm telling, oscar. I'm telling you i'm telling yep. the nfers it's on amazon prime watch the first episode yeah i i want to talk about it because it's fucking awesome but the first episode uh, is a game changer. And then you're just you're going to be hooked. I'm telling you. Damn. And uh, it looks good. It's super violent. I'll yeah. put that out there. Uh, it's pretty much like the the main character. He's kind of like a Superman, Spider-Man guy. Yeah. You know, like kid trying to deal with all these powers and everything. But uh, it's it's real good. That sounds awesome. Watch it. it. One hell of a goddamn cast, buddy. Yeah, and I, I can't even to... talk about it because the main thing happens at in the first episode. So it's like, and yeah, it spoiler. Fucking changes everything on a on a right hand dime, but uh, it is damn good. I uh, also Zazie Beats is in it, who was Domino in the yeah. uh, in Deadpool, uh, and Andrew Rannells, who's that guy that is the most interesting person in Hollywood because yeah. he played the king in Hamilton. But he also was a voice of a shark uh, from Shark. Uh, what's that show called that we like? Street Sharks. He was a street yeah. shark when he was a little kid. He's from Omaha. He went to high school uh-huh. with Connor Oberst. And uh, hell of a cat. Most importantly, yeah, Jason Manzukas. And most importantly, Mark Hamill as Art Rosenbaum. Yeah. What a cast. Goddamn. Uh, so we just got rid of Amazon. So I'm not going to be able to watch it until I can well, find another route. I'll find I a will. way to hook you up because yeah. anytime. I you cannot give money to uh yeah amazon that's my plan yeah we did it for the holidays and then got sucked into it again but uh god dang yeah so that sounds great uh, i'll tell you with the thing so similar to that uh i've been watching falcon and the winter soldier oh um, it's great yeah it is keeps getting better i am i loved the third episode me too. first episode like I just got done watching Wanda Winters, yeah. uh, Wanda Winter Soldier. Wanda the Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. WandaVision, you know, yeah. and it was a high concept and I liked it. Yeah, yeah. And on the surface, Falcon Winter Soldier just seemed kind of like. I thought it was going to be the worst. I thought it was going to be Jack Ryan. I thought it was going to be. Yeah. We love the USA imperialism rules. <laughs> you know, oh, there is no racism. Su- everything is gray as shit. And it's beautiful. Yeah. And the, the way the apparent flag yeah. smashers are very empathetic and likable until yeah. they blew somebody up yeah Shit. and the way that it um in the third episode very good and also love sharon carter's back who 
Li- so literally, I when I was coming home from the the uh, getting my uh, vaccine yesterday, mm-hmm. I watched the third episode in the in. The, I took a car home. Yeah, and I, I watched it in the car. So I'm in the car watching Sharon uh, Carter beat the shit out of like fifty. There people. was more violence. Yeah. in that five minute segment than in WandaVision. Eighty percent of Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Like, and she. You got Mufasa. That is dying. Right. That's like 5%. that's pretty violent. That's kind of then, violent. Yeah. And then like that. Yeah. The uh, but it was so funny to watch that. Watch her beat ass in that yeah. scene. And then yeah. and then I get home and we turn on the Everwood finale and she's like, it's the same actress. It's oh, Emily Van Camp. So it's seeing her be like a, a 20 year old teen, like, you know, 19 year old girl being like, I love you, Ephraim. You know, like such Just a funny with shit. Yeah, and I told I kept leaning over to Stacy. I was like, "She's gonna pull out a fucking thing. Be careful, Ephraim. She's gonna pull out a baton and beat that man's head into death." Yeah, uh, I really like. I love how um, the new Steve Rogers or the new Captain America is like already. First off, I love how he's already becoming a piece of shit when he's like, "Who? Don't you know who I am?" And it's like, "You're nobody." But I like how his sidekick is kind of like already giving him some pushback. Yeah, I think that's kind of fun. I think that's a good, you know. Um, arc to well, I think he's a better out. representation of America than Steve Rogers. Same, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, because America is a big piece of shit. Also, I uh, the weird globalization stuff. I never thought they would ever do that on a Disney Plus show. Uh, or like a Mar because Marvel also. I don't know. This is a thing that like maybe you know about. But like Marvel has deals with the military. Yeah. Like the military makes deals with like action flicks to get to use. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent shit. And yeah. Sometimes Marvel will sign, will use them. Like in the first Avengers movie, they didn't. So that way the military could be looked at as like bad. But then ever since like, I think Iron Man three, maybe they have had that deal. Yeah. So it's weird if they have that relationship and they're still treating the military as like bad as like, maybe not just the military, but like the, the with new US and, gr- yeah. and yeah. And globalist uh, agendas and shit like that. Yeah. The weird, a weird thing for me when you, or, watch I it, mean, Yeah. A, a weird thing specifically for me and like people from my hometown when you watch it is the uh, like kind of the big bad organization is uh, uh, called uh, Global Repatriation Council. Yeah. And that is GRC is the, what they refer to it as in the show. And in my hometown, the place that everybody works where they take care of uh, like people with mental, mental disabilities it's called the Glenwood Resource Center. Yeah. And so every time they say GRC, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's just my dad well, bitching about work right now. Not only that, but it also has already said tons about uh, race in, oh, yeah. in America, oh, yeah. too, between using the old captain of the Isaiah, black, well, Isaiah yeah, and yeah, and it's, taking his blood and everything. And like it's parallels to like the Tuskegee oh, uh, totally. experiments and everything like that. And yeah. then, of course, that uh, scene leaving there where the cops stop Falcon and oh, Winter totally. Soldier in the middle of the street. They're like, is this guy bothering you? Yeah. Well, I also, in that second season, it was kind of not corny, I wouldn't say, but there was that thing in the second, in the um, second episode where the kids are like, Hey, you're, you're black Falcon. And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm Falcon. And they're like, uh. and it's like, Oh yeah. Cause that's how comics work. Yeah, like yeah. if you're a black character, you're black, whatever, you know? Yeah. Uh, one thing that I thought on the third episode at the very end is really sick is when all of a sudden, uh, what's her name shows up, uh, Ao or Io, Ao Florence Kasumba. I looked her up her name because I couldn't remember her name, but she's she was Chishala's like uh, 
you know, oh, yeah. guard and uh-huh. she shows up and Bucky and her like have like a face down or face off. I think that's fucking awesome. And so already you're like, OK, they're bringing other people in. What else yeah. is going to happen? I think Captain America is coming. I think we're going to see Steve Rogers. Also, I like how that girl that uh, is the lead, the leader of the Flag Smashers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Carla. former teacher or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how that actress has now pretty much played the uh, freedom fighter. Yeah, she's like, in Infinity Nest in uh, Solo. Solo. Yeah. yeah. Also, what is up with that? Why the fuck is she both of those characters? Like, did somebody at Disney be like, I don't know, we'll just use the same character twice. You know, It is. It's and like it's you're bad, but you're good. You're yeah. you, you're fighting for a good cause, but yeah. doing it the wrong way. I wonder if I bet if you look her up, she's like in a hundred BBC shows that we just don't know because yeah. she hasn't been on that big scale. Mm-hmm. So it's like to us, BBC she's in one. two things, but she's the actually BBC in many things. things. You get it. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving no. on. No, we're not. Oh, oh, we're no, not we're moving not. on okay, because best part, in my opinion, of the show yeah. is the inclusion of Zemo, who oh, yeah. in... 15 20 minutes of screen time like completely made himself one of my new favorite oh, yeah. char- or favorite characters in the MCU. It really feels like he is a uh, and I tried to I tried to write this as a tweet. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah. But he it feels like he's in a Taika Waititi Marvel movie. Yeah. Like he feels like he's written like in that comedic oh, his, sensibility. His dancing moves? Yeah, right? Oh, I felt uh and, and- ne- never knowing like exactly where he's at like that, when he yeah. showed up with the car after that that explosion and everything i was like okay so he is still on our side like i couldn't fucking tell yeah and where they break out and they get into the freaking private plane and yeah. uh the <laughs> great scene where the three of them are discussing marvin gay yeah 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 <laughs> and how he's like it, it's great on the african experience and falcon's yeah. like okay well you know you shouldn't say shit like that but you are correct <laughs> i think that's really funny uh the uh, what's I'm trying to look up the name of uh, who's the actor that plays him because I really like him, Baron von Zemo. Ah, fuck. Uh, oh, there it is, Daniel Bruhl. I don't know if he's in anything else, but God, I think he's so good. Yeah. Oh, he. Well, you oh, know what they say, yeah. uh, dogs drool and Daniel Bruhl. That's right, they do say that. Uh, but all in all, I can't believe how much I've enjoyed it and how it's not yeah. just. Uh, America kicks well, ass again. Know. Like I said, almost every character right now is completely like in like gray, nuanced, yeah. like good and bad to them. You know, I like that conversation too, where um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, when they're in the plane at the end, is, is like, Well, you shouldn't have turned into the shield. And he's like, Maybe I should have destroyed it. And Winter Soldier's like, Well, if maybe before you destroy it, maybe I should just take it. And I like that, like it means so much to them all for different reasons. And because <laughs> I, it, it does, it wouldn't surprise me if at the end it's Falcon versus it's Bucky versus uh, Sam, you know, yeah, fighting over, it, you know, like also that- I get pretty nervous when they're doing some of this espionage shit and Sam doesn't even have his wings <laughs> his, or like, his phone on vibrate. <laughs> yeah. Or just volume off. Who, yeah, who has it. phone volume off? The, that, scene, that scene was so... I, I like the Falcon, like, that they're giving Sam, like, comedic, more comedic bits, because he's funny. He's great with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I, I love Anthony Mackie. I think he's great. Okay, we got to move they're, on. They're both great, yeah. We have we have other trending things to talk about. Um, oh, yeah. We can just do these quick. Uh, did you watch yeah. the Space Jam trailer? Yes. What'd you think? And I, I loved the meme that came out of it. Which where, one? The, where, where, the, where, where people are talking about, well, this settles it. Michael's definitely better than LeBron. He yeah. he beat the Monstars with fucking 
Newman and Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And fucking LeBron had to get like the Iron Giant. And, That's right. Uh, yeah. And I so I saw all the memes and all the discourse about the trailer before I watched the trailer. Uh-huh. Well, uh, as you should. Yes, exactly. That's how it goes. And uh, I had made up my mind that I was like, I don't like I don't think this is going to be good. And then I watched the trailer and I didn't hate it as much. What I don't like is it just well, it feels like fan service for a dumb yeah. reason. Like, well, if, like the inclusion of the Iron Giant and the fucking like other people have made this observation, but like they brought they took Pepe Le Pew out. But they let they because they have all the Warner Brothers properties. So the Clockwork Orange gang is in there, who are a gang of rapists. Like that's, in the movie, they rape. That's people. funny. I never noticed that. But yeah, that is uh, it's very it's so weird. And to me, though, like it feels like, uh, it feels like they w- watched uh, what's that one that you really liked, and I thought it was okay. Ready Player One. Yes, it's it like what like if they let's saw do that. Ready Player One pickup game. Yeah, but like. It served the story of Ready Player One. It doesn't serve LeBron playing basketball against Just listen to what Don Cheadle has to say. That's right. And I'm sure his expository dialogue will will clear everything up as to why the Iron Giants play in the low post. Yeah. I also, uh, I don't understand why they need to go to CGI at some point. Uh, And... I, but one thing I do think is kind of funny about it is that his wife, like, okay, so I think Brawny, one of his kids is played by his actual kid. I don't know if both of them are, but his wife is not played by his wife. His wife is played by the captain from uh, Star Trek yeah. Discovery. And I think that's funny. It's like, wait a minute. So that's your well, they son. Have fake Jordan kids too. You know, just trying to be, I guess I see. I don't remember that. I don't yeah. remember his that. family's fake. Okay. Okay. Well then it's keeping with tradition. I'm fine with it. Uh, However, the- LeBron, Miles ahead on the acting scale. Oh, yeah. With that line where he's like, I bet Will Smith doesn't have to deal with this shit. I thought that was pretty good. Uh, Okay, moving on. Uh, Bad Batch trailer. Really good. Yeah, yeah. Jacked. I can't wait for that series. Uh, I like how it's pretty much going to be like Tarkin trying to hunt them down. Yeah. And uh, also, it's going to be a great segue into the next High Republic book that comes out in June. Is that what the the kid with the fucking jewel in his head? Is that like a High Republic character or something? No, no. Well, the High Republic's like two hundred years before. No, I know Phantom but Menace. So I didn't know why that because there's a kid the kid in it that he's like, oh, I know who you all are. Has like a jewel in his head, and you don't see that in Star Wars. So I was well, wondering. I'm like sure he, we'll learn from. Yeah, yeah. That's just a new character we don't know anything about. That's right. Um. I, yeah, I'm pumped. Really stuck. May 4th comes out. Um, and then uh, last, speaking of Star Wars, uh, oh, no, no, not last. Godzilla versus Kong. You watch it? I have. Well, I started watching it uh, in the back room. Too much glare yeah. coming in through the window. Talking about the room you're in way, right now? No, the other one. Oh, and okay. Way too dark of a movie. So I yeah. put on some cartoons. It, I, I, maybe I like I, Kong. I have, I don't like yeah. Godzilla. I, I want to see you, Kong kick his ass. I texted you like half an hour in bad. <laughs> but, yeah. And then I start reading reviews and everybody's like, it's good. And I'm like, what? And so I've decided that these are just not made for me uh, because I love it when they're actually fighting. I think that shit kicks ass. But fucking Millie Bobby Brown and the kid from the Wilder people. Yeah. The, I don't give a fuck driving a van. That kills everything. Cor- it's always been. It has always been that way. It needs okay. I have this every scene. Godzilla movie I've ever watched. It's my, like my I scene, don't care about these people. My same problem with 
uh, uh, the new Star Trek series, Discovery. My One of my issues with it is that, and I think I spoke about this on the show, is it looks great. It looks like you're watching prestige television, like, like something, you know? But then the stories yeah. are just kind of meh. But if it looked like, you know, fucking Pretty Little Liars, we'd be like, well, this is great. Um, I feel like that. Like, they make this look like you're watching something that matters, but it doesn't. So if this, so like it, it takes itself, if it looked like, if it was played like the tone of Transformers or uh, uh, Armageddon or one of those Michael Bay movies, it would probably be awesome. But every actor plays it like it's the end of the world. Like it's like Coach from Friday Night Light, his character is like dour the entire time. And it's like, you're going through the center of the earth. You've decided magma doesn't exist. You can't fucking be so serious. Like, have yeah. more of a fun to it, and and I think it would have had a better shot. That's why I think Kong Skull Island is so good, is because everybody is playing it so fun and having such yeah. a good time. But I did enjoy the fights. I thought it was fucking insane that that's what Godzilla looks like in this movie. <laughs> he looks so stupid. Whatever they show his big fucking rocky dumb face, but whatever. Yeah, that's it. Okay, next on last we got on trending topics. Uh, trending topics. Trending topics. <sighs> Is the Obi Wan cast? We'll just read through it. Oh no, he broke his arm. <laughs> oh yeah, well he must have fell off the high ground. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, well, that I mean, broke his arm. Everybody else in the fucking movies gets it cut off. He's like the only one that got to keep his arm. Yeah, they're gonna start recording. I'm psyched for that. Uh, yeah, it starts in uh, when the summer, I think. Yeah. Um. So you got, uh, of course, Ewan is back to play Obi. Mm -hmm. Uh, Hayden. Is back to play. Hayden, I'm loving. Yeah. Do you think he's going to be all like flashback? Or do you think it's going to be flashback and they're going to put in more new stories? Or do you think it's going to be like force ghost and it's going to be like them working, like talking to each other? I don't think they can talk to each other. I don't know. I, I don't either. It I don't know. Yeah. Um. Hopefully it's, it's some good Clone War flashbacks. Oh, yeah. Everybody that, would be loving that. It would be awesome to see them flashback to a Clone Wars story, but, but yeah. with the actors. Mm -hmm. um, Moses Ingram, who I'm not familiar with, uh, she's gonna be in it. Joel Edgerton, who is Owen Lars, who in the prequels oh, was like he is? nobody. Oh, you should pay him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was nobody in the prequels, yeah. but now he's like gone on. He's like a really good, well-known actor. So it'll be awesome to see him play that. You know, as a good, well-known actor. Um, Bonnie P PC, I don't know. Kumail is going to be in it. That's exciting. Going to see his weird ripped body again. He did uh, roids. Yeah, he's a roid headed. I was supposed to be on a show with him once. That's weird. Oh, uh, yeah? Yeah, and then he canceled last minute. He's it like the only uh, non-garbage person from uh, Silicon Valley. It and I've, I, uh, I've always had a theory that I think he's a huge asshole, but he owns it, and so it's fine. Yeah. Like, I think it's okay if you're an asshole. If you're like, hey, I don't want to deal with you. I'm an asshole. I think that's how he is. Uh... Okay, and then Andrea Varma, who I'm not familiar with. Rupert Friend, not familiar, but we that's got... That's the name of my bear. Oh, that's right. Your bear, your teddy bear, Rupert. Uh, O'Shea Jackson Jr., that is fucking uh, Ice Cube's son. So that oh. rules from... Uh, straight out of Compton. Straight out of Compton. Now he's straight out of Tantooine. Uh, Sung Kang, Simon Kessel, and the weirdest thing to me is... They got a guy called Kessel in a, a Star lady, Wars movie? Simone, sorry, Simone Kessel. Yeah, that's really weird. Uh, Benny Safty is in it, which really blows my mind because the Safty well, they say Safty first. <laughs> They're right. They're directors. They directed Uncut Gems, but he's a director. He's not known as an actor. So it's like, what the fuck, man? 
I can't get a goddamn commercial and this fucking director gets to be in Star Wars. That's not fair, right? It's not. It is not. Life's not fair. Life is not fair, buddy. Uh, but you live, you learn. Loves diapers. Put them on. Piss shit in them. Hey, yeah, you exciting. Think, you know, thinks those pa- uh, panties that women can have their periods in. Yeah. Can they come up with one that's like so I can piss and shit in my boxers for like a couple of weeks without having to change them? Period underwear. You mean like pantaloons? The Nostalgic Front Podcast is brought to you by Ryan C, Jennifer L, Matt S, Grammar Hole, Edward S, Joan, Emmett, Christina, Hank, Mike, Brian, Sophie, Adam, and listeners like you. Hey, Reem, uh, it's uh, Christian Slaperol. Did you know that? Christian Slaperol. Bada boom, boom, boom. We're doing Christian Slater Month on the Nostalgic Front Podcast. Finally. Yes. Three episodes the in, hype. and we finally got there. There it is. The hype is over. Yeah. We're, we're in the thick of it. That's right. Uh, last Friday, prime. I primed all you fucking creepy NFers. I posted the the uh, Fern Gully and the Wizard episode, so you guys could kind of get in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, we shared with you what we're watching, so you sh- hopefully you got to watch along, you know. Uh, and today, uh, well, first off, what do you? Uh, we're gonna discuss this, but what is your Christian Slater opinion? Have you always liked him? Do you hate him? Oh yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Um, well, this movie, and then we're doing Gleaming the Cube next yeah. week. Yeah, I can remember watching on TV, and he was just like cool yeah both of them even though he's murdering people uh yeah. in this one but, i was uh, I, I was asked how we picked which movies an nfr asked me how we picked oh which yeah christian slater movies and the what i went with was the reason i was like is because i love pump up the volume and i love uh gleaming the cube but i had never seen heathers and i had never seen i've only seen true romance like once yeah and so i thought and then i knew you were kind of in a very a similar pattern with movies yeah. so i thought it was Why gonna don't... be fun I know Heather's and true uh, Heather's and pump up the volume. Yeah. Were his star making roles. Yeah. I know this because when he does his Saturday night live monologue, Oh, he plugs it. And when he does Arsenio, sure. He's brought out as that. That's those are his credits. Yeah. He, uh, okay. So uh, some things uh, I don't, the, 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 okay. So listeners, we're going, we're, we're learning this as we go. It's hard because I want to just, we're not doing a Christian Slater episode. We are doing a movie episode about a movie he's in, but I do want to say some things I learned about Christian Slater because we yeah, both have we, watched we so get many interviews. Slater's life up until around eighty nine here. Yeah, you know he. Uh, I really loved. He at one point ha- got a gun. Do you know about this? Uh huh. So when he was like a star, like after these movies were, you know, these movies are out, and he's be- he's like a big star. Yeah. He says he- I heard him tell the story where he's like, so I told. I went to this guy and I was like, hey, maybe I should have a gun, you know, for safety. So this guy got me a gun and then I w- I put it in my bag and I flew out of New York and they're like, why do you have a gun? And he's like, and then they just arrested me. And and he's like, and I was like 21. I didn't realize he's like, now it's like, oh, yeah, you probably can't fly across the country with a loaded gun in your backpack. Yeah. Uh, and it, it was so funny to hear. And Plus, what happened was that he- had been what, 1990. So there's we had a much laissez faire attitude. Oh, yeah. T- well, towards. He- handguns he was arrested and he was on letterman that week and letterman right out the gate was like 
why do you, what was, what's up with this gun? And he's like, hey, he couldn't talk about it because he's like, I was told, the lawyers told me not to talk about it. Uh, which I thought was so funny, the idea of him being like, like you get arrested for having a gun, you're a young Hollywood star, and then three days later, Letterman's like, what the fuck is your problem, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, but yeah, so Christian Slater, what do we know? Where is he from? Do you know New York. New York. Born and raised. Yeah. He's born in 1969. Yeah, nice. Maybe. So he's he's uh 51 currently. Um he uh he's one of those guys. He had like a fun career, of course. He had like a lot of uh he was in early stuff. Like The Legend of Billy Jean was, I think, his first movie with his yeah. sister, Helen Slater, who played like um uh Supergirl. Remember the movie Supergirl? Yeah, I don't remember that movie. I yeah. remember it as a kid. And oh, it's sure. pretty much uh, they're all on the run. Yeah. There's something fun about kids on the run. Kids as on a kid. the run. Yeah. Remember that song by Wings? Uh-huh. Uh, his, so that's his sister. If you ever saw Supergirl, that's his sister. And she's the star of The Legend of Billie Jean. Um, and he was in that. And then that's what kind of got took him off was Legend of Billie, De- Billie Jean. Um, and then once... He's in Tucker, the man in his dream, which was a really good movie. He plays, uh, is it Jeff Daniels or Jeff? Yeah. yeah. Is it Jeff Daniels? He plays his son in it. And that was like a big uh, jump or Jeff Bridges. I mix Jeff Bridges and Jeff Daniels up all the time. Um, uh-huh. It's about that's that's about how a uh, man's dream is to go from a frozen dinner uh, heiress to the leader of the white nationalist movement. Right. No. Uh, wrong and, Tucker. Yeah, wrong Tucker, buddy. And then he, uh, okay. uh, but so and so that was a Scorsese, or I mean, a Francis Ford Coppola movie, big prestige picture. And then that's how he kept. That's how he jumped into the rest of this. That's when we started finding nice. out who Christian Slater was as yeah. Christian Slater. And so the next one he did is what we're talking about today, which is well, he'd have become a star sooner or later, you know. Yeah, sooner or later <laughs> it was going to happen. Uh. So Heather's. Now you learned an interesting thing. It came out when? 89. But right? didn't yeah, maybe, but didn't you say 1989, but uh March 31st, 1989. So yeah. it came out like last 30, week. 32 years ago last week or something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So it's um 32 anniversary of Heather's. Heather's. Had, we, okay. that, that that was unintended fucking synergy right there. Synergy. Did you um Kevin's or no Christian Synergy. I tried to say that and I forgot his first name. Uh, okay, so you said you watched this on TV when you were a kid. Did you know what Heather's was? Yes. Before watching this, like, were you like you would have if somebody would have asked you two weeks ago, "Hey, tell me about what Heather's is about." You would have been able to give like, oh, a brief synopsis. No. Uh-uh. Okay. Outside of like pop culture, mm-hmm. you know, and like what I've picked up from that, uh, and what I remember, which yeah, isn't you know isn't too much because i was yeah. probably watching it when it first came out on like hbo yeah you know i uh i we watched it we both watched this movie last night and talked about it we haven't talked about it yet that's what we're doing now uh but i uh, i all i knew about it was it was an 80s movie it was a cult classic and it starred winona and christian and so in my head this was going to be way more like I thought this was going to be like pretty in pink. I thought this was going to be oh, like yeah? a John, not John Hughes necessarily, uh-huh. but I thought it was going to be like that. No. And so fucking five minutes in. Also, if you talk about Heathers with people who have never seen it, everybody thinks it's a, a horror movie. A lot of people have been like, oh, that's huh. a horror movie, right? And I'm like, no, it's a comedy, apparently. Uh, but uh, 
boy, brother, it's, it is yeah, not a John Hughes is, movie. Is, yeah, it is the absolute antithesis. Yeah. Of a John Hughes movie. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, it was written by this fellow named Daniel Waters. Yeah. Uh, Fun fact, his brother directed Mean Girls. Oh, is that true? Yes. Oh, wow. That's fucking crazy. Uh, he went on also because he later wrote um, Demolition Man. Uh, he co-wrote Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, so he he's definitely uh, sat satirist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. And likes like dark layers because all has, of those yeah. movies are full of that. Also, fun through line between this and uh demolition man has got mm -hmm. ortho from beetlejuice that's right it does who's great he has a fucking i let me see it in my notes he has a great quote where if such an 80s fun quote uh we need to make sure that these teenagers know the name of this righteous dude it's jesus christ and he's <laughs> in the book yes like the phone book but it's the bible i love yeah. it <laughs> uh yes goddamn i and then the director is a fella named michael lehman who went on to direct... Yeah, he's got a really interesting career. He directed Airheads. Uh -huh. He directed The Truth About Cats and Dogs, our friend Janine Garofalo's big movie. That's right. He directed My Giant, 40 Days and 40 Nights, and then, like, Because I Said So, which There's is so a many weird movies. rom -com. Yeah. Yeah. And he's also directed, like, a shit ton of television shows. He like, directed NCIS. George Murison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. He's like... Uh, can you just go? Nobody did. We need that. you to stand further back so we can get you in the shot. Yeah, with a uh, Billy, a uh, Billy on scene. Uh, but yeah, goddamn. So that's uh, uh, it's interesting. The two people. What I think is really funny is the writer wrote it and wanted uh Stanley Scor Kubrick. Yeah, which is like fucking. I guess swing for the fences, buddy. But why not? He because he said he because it was originally supposed to be three hours long, right? Yeah. Um. And uh, uh, that makes sense. Like, so, okay, so you watch the movie. Uh, what are your initial uh, takeaways? First off, did you like the film? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I definitely, uh, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, a lot of timeless themes. Mm -hmm. uh, but obviously, ob the big obvious is 100% no way this could be made today no and okay so yes we think that right yeah they had a very popular musical it did in the in the mo in like the last decade and, and had, the tv that's why the tv, TV obviously why the tv show well, couldn't last more than a couple episodes but the tv show the tv show just was bad there's uh there's a great youtuber that i've referenced on the show before named sarah zed it's mm -hmm. sarah z but she's canadian so the z stands for zed and she did a great like video essay about like why the Heather's TV show, which they call Peathers for some reason, why it fucking sucks. And I think you should go watch. I, if you guys want to learn yeah. about the TV show, go watch that about why it sucks. But I don't think it's in on paper. This should not, this is of everything. This is what we shouldn't be talking about today. Cause it's like crazy school shootings and like pushing all that. But the musical was a huge hit and like people love it. So it's like, Maybe if as long as it's done well, well again, you can keep going doing anything. There, again, it's it's touching on a lot of uh, timeless themes too. And if this movie didn't mean, need to be made, it wouldn't have been uh, its style wouldn't have been aped so many times over the next like oh, 10, yeah. 15 years. The amount of Heather type movies that have came out since then 
especially in like i mean you got like your jawbreaker yeah exactly drop dead gorgeous or uh clueless it, it kind of started uh, a like saved you almost know? like a john waters light like yeah. john like you cry baby and those like 80s well, it's john getting waters. us it's getting us ready for the 90s essentially yeah you're right it's you know because you have all of this uh nice happy fucking john hughes shit and people are saying oh high school is the best moment in, in your life high school like is on this pedestal of innocence and wonderment where it's just like high school is just like real life. Yeah. That's all it is. There isn't a difference. It's the way it's bleak and it sucks. And you know, there's, you're not going to look back on this. Like it's your best time of your life. No Christian Slater's character says that when he makes that point, I, I wish I had the exact quote, but it's like, People think that we're getting ready for society, but we're already in the society and it, the society fucking sucks. Like, yeah, he it, it, it's there. Um, And what it, I think it's very interesting that you said that his brother, the writer's brother did uh, Mean, mean Girls. Girls, because that was one of my notes was like, uh, no offense to Mean Girls, but I like Mean Girls less now that I've seen this. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, Because I feel like now I see there was a roadmap for lean, Mean Girls more. So. It is fun how all of these. uh have their own invented uh slang and jargon for each that, of these movies that was a shock as shit to me like uh so stacy and i watched this last night and immediately we're like this is like almost juno-esque where Very. do you remember when juno came out and they're like hamburger or whatever the fuck? yeah like, it like that's what it felt like i felt like i was watching almost like you're watching sci-fi <laughs> Because, but then also, yeah, like Barry is the 1980s version of Fetch. Totally, totally. And the only thing is, though, is that since I'm a little too old or too young, I guess, yeah, you're not sure what is is some of this real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Like, did what's your damage come from Heather's? Totally. Because I think of what's your damage from Starship Troopers. He says that. Yeah. Um, there's a so my first so what I did is when I was watching this is I just took notes as I was watching when things popped up that I thought was really interesting. Uh-huh. And one of the things that like again, I didn't know what this movie was gonna be. I thought it was gonna be much closer to like a, a pretty in pink or something. And <laughs> one of the first even with even with like the photo that you posted. Yeah. For because our flyer I just assume it's where like a, a rider. I always thought that was a dream sequence or something. They're Some bloody dream thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um but like right away, the lead Heather says, fuck me with a chainsaw. Like she's like, oh, fuck me with a chainsaw. Like as an exp- exclamation. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, holy shit. Uh, uh, it made me think that I wish I would have played croquet more. I used to have a croquet set. When yeah, I was my grand. It made me remember my grandparents sure. had a croquet set in their uh, shed. Yeah. And it would always have fucking cobwebs on it. Yeah. Nobody wants to get that fucker out. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, so I'm trying but, to I, I'm trying to remember. I wish I knew some croquet rules because yeah. there is definitely a lot of subtext yeah. between croquet and uh, the movie. But yeah, I don't I, I'm not smart enough to I, put it all together. If you gave me like this, a, that's another thing that, though, this movie is just fucking dripping with yeah. subtext. Totally. There's totally. Just, there's just you can pick out so many different like this movie can be about so many different things mm-hmm. for so many different people, yeah. you know, which the, uh, I'm sure is us being two white dudes yeah, talking exactly. about it, that we're going to be missing out on a whole spectrum of things yeah. to what this movie means to other people. Yeah. For like queer people and people of like different races. And stuff. Yeah. Um, the, uh, that now 
there's like an inherent problem. And I, 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 I don't really even want to use the word problem because obviously this is a very beloved movie. So, but story wise, like Stacey and I were talking about this and she's like, they just jump in. It's like, they didn't build a first act, which is so risky right. to do. Yeah. But like she sees Christian Slater, uh, one owner writer, Veronica sees JD in the gym or in the lunchroom. He then pulls out the gun and fake shoots those two dudes. And then like, uh, they meet at the, at the, at the, it's called uh snappy snack shack. That's what the seven oh, is called. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that scene is like, that, dude, did you see the Doritos in the, background? Oh my God, I have it written down. <laughs> and I love says, that bag of Doritos with the big cartoon cheese on it. He mentions the, one of the best lines. Uh, a lot of the lines are great setups. Yeah. In there where, uh, Veronica's going into the gas station and uh Heather Heather won. Yes, it's in the uh, car still. Yeah, she she leans out the car and she's like, get some corn nuts. And she goes, and BQ or regular? BQ. And she's so mad. BQ. Like yeah, you the way she says idiot. that. You fucking dumb bitch. When we're in there, when they're in the store though, and she yeah. sees JD again, they're talking, and JD mentions the slushy, and Veronica says, you know your convenience speak very well. And that's just such a, that's a Juno line. That feels yeah. like a Diablo Cody uh, 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 slang line, you know? And, oh, yeah. But then right after that, they're fucking. And, and that's the thing is there's some character build, character and role relationship development that didn't happen. And I think that's because the thing that he said about how this was supposed to be a three-hour movie that he wanted uh, uh -huh. Kubrick to direct, that they, they just took shit out. Like what? Like why? It's we understand why she hates these girls so much, but like she wants to. She's talking about killing them in her first little like journal monologue, but she's still hanging out with them and their friend. And they pulled so much stuff out, but it worked. And I feel like the chances of that not work. The chances yeah. of this being a like, for lack of a better example, a fucked up, ruined movie like the first, like the Joss Whedon Justice League, League because too much story was removed. Uh huh. It's so minute. Like they did well, it you can so fill in well. The, that's what the musical's for. You fill in the gaps sure. while your well, foot taps. And same the, thing with Beetlejuice. It's just a theme throughout Winona Ryder's career. If mm -hmm. you want more context for her films, yeah, wait twenty to thirty years and then watch a the YouTube musical. video or listen to her podcast. Uh, there's also this thing when um uh, so the very first scene when she's buried in the ground, they're playing croquet and hitting the balls at her face. That immediately kind of sets the tone of like, hey, look, this is going to be a fucking weird one. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Don't get mad at us. This one's going to be weird. <laughs> you know? Because uh, yeah, then they go, uh, I, I thought it was interesting too. It, like, there's so much of this in the, like, very obvious allegories mm -hmm. and subtle ones. Like, you can tell, again, once you talked about the movies that the guy has written, the yeah. screenwriter has written, you can totally see it throughout his work too that yeah, he loves yeah, working yeah, in yeah. this shit from the fact that uh jd's name is jason dean that's right which and uh, immediately when you hear that and the way he is it's like oh james dean that's right and you know? and uh veronica's name is veronica finn and her old best friend is betty sawyer so it's huck yeah. finn sawyer betty and veronica uh -huh. it's like it's all very very on the school is called westerberg high because of paul westerberg from the replacements Oh. They're like naming other replacements. There's I'll try to figure out that. I, yeah. I, and then the college is uh, an obvious uh, 
note too because it's Remington College. That's right. Yeah. Uh, there and uh, uh, so this was the thing that I thought was so interesting and like really played with like the themes and stuff is like, so Heather one is like the goddess at the school and she's the coolest and she's so great. And then yeah. she takes Veronica to that college party. And it's like the shittiest college party. Like it's it like is. a dirt. The dudes are dirt. It's not like they went to the, the dudes cool, suck. They didn't go to like a cool American pie style college party. They went to like a, a shitty loser dude college party. And I thought yeah. that was so fun. And she's still so excited. And then when Veronica turns that guy down and uh, Heather one yells at her in the hallway after she pukes and goes, uh, what's your damage besides being a real coos? <laughs> it's like well, all the guys oh. suck and, oh, yeah. don't, and don't know what consent is. And because uh, yeah. they're they're clear, they tried. They put something in yeah. Veronica's drink. That's why yeah. she threw up. I don't know and if then, it's I don't know if it's on purpose. And we'll talk about different versions of this in when we do Gleaming the Cube. Mm-hmm. But between these both of these movies and I think Pump of Volume, they all have very um uh what's the word? Uh they're not like in your face, but they all have very progressive themes but, that are so out of place well, for they're definitely tearing down the importance of the social structure. Yes. You know, that like maybe 16 candles might have tried to like up, you yes. know, like same thing with like Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. you know, yep, yep. where like they're trying to say that like all of this shit matters, but Heather's is like, no, it doesn't. Like, yes, the social system does doesn't ma- like your high school social constructs or even like as an adult like uh status and all that other shit doesn't matter like yes. if you look at uh martha dump yeah. truck dump truck yeah and how she's like it's i think it's just she's so the person that's living outside of that system yeah that they she, all care she, so much about she's like the she's like the obese and they make fun of her they make send her the fake love letter there's other things too like like I kind of love this, even though if it was done slightly different, I might fucking hate it. But for whatever reason, Verona can do perfect fake handwriting of people. It's not explained why she has this skill. Yeah. It's not even really shown except for them saying, well, you can do perfect handwriting of this lady. That And then that becomes a huge deal. And I think that's so interesting. And then what also, I, and this is like a, I guess probably like a smart movie trick. When she's writing in her own journal, you see that her handwriting is fucking shit. Yeah. So it's really interesting that her own internal brain gives her bad handwriting, but when she's trying to be these other people, she can do really good. Um, even the homophobia stuff, like they say the F word a handful of times in this movie, but it's th- it's always on the correct yeah. side. They're it's always never on, yeah. at the expense of the uh smaller people or whatever. Like yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. at it's the never expense. Punching down. Yeah, exactly. It's and it's always a reaction and, and like the way that they um okay so well so keep so they go to the party, uh she pukes she starts a fire which is kind of like she starts a fire with the drink yeah and that because is they're like, trying to drug her up drug her up but that is kind of like the like literal for lack of a the spark that is her first like nihilism thing yeah and then uh she goes home she hooks up with uh Christian Slater which I thought was really interesting because. She basically summoned Christian mm-hmm. Slater. Yeah. She's writing in her diary that she wants to kill Heather Chandler, yep. Heather one, and then pretty much 
throws her diary out the window and look who appears at her window. Did you now? I, JD. We could get into this at any point, but I guess maybe since you had seen it, you knew. But for watching this movie for the first time, the whole th- I'm just like, uh, is he real? Is Christian Slater real or is oh, this Tyler yeah. Durden? Right. To the point where literally I'm like, Stacey and I are talking and I'm like, is he fake? And and I'm like, no, he can't be fake because uh, he has a dad. But then I'm and like, a milk and a, and a lunch tray. But Tyler Durden had Marla Singer. So you know what I mean? So it's like, wait a minute, maybe it is fake. And yeah. the way, speaking of, okay, the way him and his dad. Really weird. The, the, like, the, and now I'm curious, what's the fucking subtext between that? Why does they talk like that? Why is he like son? Blah, blah. Like, why do they yeah. use the different? It's such a weird trait that I feel like in the 300 page script made more sense. But in this just became a thing that really showed how fucking weird they are, mm-hmm. you know? Um, But yeah, so they, they meet and then they uh, he puts the, the not Drano, but whatever is the, the weird stuff. They yeah. kill Heather one poisoner and Winona does. They don't mean to. It's kind of like. He could. He's like, oh, you grabbed the wrong one. They were going to uh, Veronica wanted to give her milk and like Coke. And he was like, nah, give her this poison. And she accidentally took the poison and Christian Slater didn't stop her, but thought about it. And then yeah. that's and then as soon as they kill her, she falls through the glass. And then it's like the Which, idea how everybody loves her now that she's dead. It's kind of funny because it's like, no, that's not the point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. OK, go ahead. What were you saying? No, that that is one of the funny things is how everybody gets uh, like elevated, and it, all of a sudden she's deeper, yeah. Too, which is kind of funny. Oh, when they fuck, I thought that was a good line where he's like, uh, she's like, he or he goes, "Thank you, that was my first game of strip croquet." That's just such a perfect like line in a script, like line from a movie. Um, and that, and then right after that is it's when like I wrote, you should play more strip croquet. Right after that Trip is when croquet. I when I wrote this is very funny. I thought the movie was very funny. Um, and when they're hawking up the loogies to try to spit into the the poison, yeah. Oh, I had to fucking look away. It was really gross. I, um, I like how I forget the way they eloquently put it. The uh, hawk of phlegm. Yeah, phlegm globber. Flem globber. Flem globber. That's what they and call it. And then, of course, uh, Heather Chandler accuses them of hawking of a flem globber. Of hawking a flem globber. Yeah. In, into her drink. Um, there's then, a, yeah. There's a fun line right after that that's like 80s where, like, uh, Heather left behind one of her swatches. You can have it. <laughs> like the swatch watches. She always said you couldn't accessorize for shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also called them swatch uh, when she was writing her letter earlier. Mm-hmm. She called the Heathers uh, swatch dogs and diet coke heads. Oh, that's fun. I like that. A pack of swatch uh, dogs and diet coke heads. I like that. Uh, yeah. And so then, okay, so now she's trying to deal with the fact that she killed her, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I uh, thought JD might be fixed. Or as JD might put it, served her a wake-up cup of liquid Drano. Oh, yeah. Yes. I, also, now that I'm thinking about it, he could have been fake. Like, I haven't watched enough, like, YouTube videos and analysis of this show. Christian Slater's character could still not be real. She could have been doing all this her own. She throws, at the end, spoiler, she throws the bomb. Nah, because the cops see him making out, so boom. But do they see him making out or do they see a girl fucking fingering herself in a car? They said there are two I mean? kids making out. Maybe. Okay, that's fine. You're right. Um... Uh, there's a great line when he's talking to the dad and, uh, 
they're talking. So Christian Slater's dad is like a real estate guy who's just like a scumbag who goes. I think to he's different- a demolition dude. He's he's like land is his whole thing. But yeah. yeah, he wants to get land. So they they trick people out of their buildings, and their homes to blow it up to then sell the land. And there's a part where there's like, oh, we were in Kansas. And his dad just goes, you remember fucking Kansas? <laughs> and I thought that was so funny the way he said it. Yeah. Oh, you remember fucking Kansas? Uh, and the way his mom is like, he's like, last time I saw my mom, she was waving goodbye out of a building and a window in Dallas. And then later it's revealed that she fucking ran in when the dad blew up the building, which also you're like, well, the dad's a sociopath. So did really the dad kill her? You know, did yeah. he blow up the building knowing she was in there? Uh, and, and maybe in the 300 page script, that's all fleshed out or maybe the musical, you know, a whole mm-hmm. song by her mom where she's like, I don't want to be in this building. <laughs> uh, uh, but the whole thing about the, their relationship where he's uh, the Christians later's like, well, son, how was school today? And the dad's like, Hey dad, this is my new girl. You know, like that shit well, is so weird. Well, it's really like the, the it, it, it's kind of like everybody's pretty flippant. Uh-huh. of what any kids problem like high school problems are oh you yeah. know that's what they're doing there is they're like society as a whole doesn't really care yeah. about like what real like kids problems are you know there's a i like her parents a lot veronica's parents um because when she goes to school after heather one's dead and she's kind of yeah. fucked up about it and everyone at school like i love the way the the, the hippy dippy teachers like this is a, we can, we can talk about this. And they're like, fuck you. <laughs> no. And she wants to like do a love in or something. And they're like, no. Uh, and so everybody at school is really sad. And they're like, but her letters was so good. We're going to put it in the yearbook and shit. And then she goes home and her dad, who's just such a really, uh, what is the term? Uh, brain dead, doesn't pay attention, whatever. Yeah. He just goes, so what was the first day after Heather's suicide? Like, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then there at her funeral is that she calls her dad an idiot to his face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think the count is three times. There's the part where he's smoking the cigarette and he like lights it and takes a puff and he's like, why do I smoke these things? And she just goes, because you're an idiot. And he's like, why do I why do I read spy novels? Yeah, Yeah. It's so like. Like really draws the line between like. See, she's saying what like your inner monologue would be on things like that, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah, crazy. And then so then they go to her, the Heather one's funeral. And that's when we see Orlo, which is fantastic. Uh, great, very good. great yeah. fucking funeral, too. Oh, good funeral. Yeah, the, sure. the shot of everybody praying at the casket. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Was really good. And, and the inner and now, monologue. And now, yeah. And now I'm wondering, is that where the word snatch came from? Thank you. you know, because there's so much, uh, ori- like we said, a lot mm-hmm. of original slang. Yeah, it's like what what's original and what isn't. I'm gonna guess snatch came from. Uh, yeah, Heather. When uh, 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 she's like, she says something like uh, Veronica when she's praying up there. She's like, okay, listen, I didn't mean to kill. Weird hat choice. Oh well, yeah, it's Winona. She's a hat girl. Uh, she's like. Uh, Remember, I didn't. Uh, she's like, I'm sorry, God, I didn't mean to kill her. You know what I'm talking about? Like, she kind of like immediately is like, shut up. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? I prefer uh, uh, Shannon Doherty, uh, Heather Duke. Oh, is yeah. up there praying. And she's, she's like, uh, now I know I asked for you to uh, kill her several times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, then you did. So thanks. And hallelujah, I, Jesus. 
Well, I think I really thought was funny. That was very, very high school movie esque. Is in a high school movie, it's very you could see a funeral happening or bully uh, bullies fighting the nerds in an in a situation where they shouldn't be or where like nobody else in in the in the world of a movie nobody else matters all that matters is the plot we're pushing forward uh-huh. so them fighting outside of the funeral is one thing Boy, but then you see like that her nerd grieving is a family. real hero you know oh yeah when he when he's put in a headlock by the jock yeah and the jock is saying like all right now say i like sucking dick and he's and like then, you like sucking dick <laughs> very way to good. do it right there you know but it just you're already there. there. Take your lump, kid. They show family of Heather one walking out and then looking and seeing these fucking guys beating the shit out of these nerds and calling them the F words and stuff. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's what really that would be like. Yeah. Can you imagine how fucked up it would be to walk out of a funeral and you see that? Which, uh, which is really weird after that, because that's when uh, Heather three. Yeah. Uh, McNamara, Heather yes. McNamara. I learned all my Heather names. Good I job. got them down. Uh She's gonna go on a double date with the football team and needs yeah she needs and, and she needs Veronica to uh, to help her with the double date yeah uh which it, I'm she's, a, I'm okay with him agreeing for plot sake mm-hmm. but if you want to poke some holes it's like well, I don't that's know why what, she would go on either of them would that is what this movie has set up so well is there is no such thing as a plot hole in this yeah it, it's it's very hard to, I can't I don't know you why can't, I don't understand why but you're like. Okay, yeah, sure. She's gonna go do that now, right? Like, yeah. Um, and uh, which, and then they go on that well, date, when, and they're so fucking like, like, horned up, like the other, the the. Well, it's a great cut where. Oh yeah. Fucking <laughs> we Winona, not go Veronica is like, I don't want to go on one of these dates. We're gonna wind up in the middle of a pasture, fucking drunk, trying to cow tip. And then and it's then, immediately them cow tipping. Yeah. Um, but uh. And that was okay. So going through my Which notes again, like, it's rapey fucking dudes. I'm taking my notes as we're going. Yeah. And um, like I, my notes are in the order of me watching it. And th- at that scene, the other one tries is like, come suck my dick or whatever the fuck. And he falls down. And so then she's standing by the tree up by the field. And then out of nowhere, JD shows up. Well, it's because he's imaginary. He's always he's that's, always there. That was my note right then is when I that's when uh-huh. I wrote it feels like a fight club situation where Christian Slater is is gonna be Tyler Durden. That's when I literally was like, Okay, this is what's happening. Yeah. Um uh and then they say a line. And like, then in the background, like I said, the football guy is just raping her. Yeah. She uh, just le- leaves her friend. Yeah, there's a line right there that Christian Slater says. Um, because I because like in a in a John Hughes movie. Christian Slater have been like, what are you doing on this date with this other guy? And they would have started a fight. But instead, yeah. in this movie, he said, our love is God. Let's go Let's get a slushy. slushy. There it is. That's all. Is that like, I feel like there's a few lines in this movie where I'm like, I bet you that's on like vinyl pins. Like, oh, I bet yeah. you can buy, buy that on vinyl pins. That, well, again, if you want to talk about the timelessness of this movie again, mm-hmm. it's endlessly quotable. Yes. Uh, dripping with subtext. Yeah. And fucking, uh, yeah. I really that's about all you need right there. I really theme themes, subtext, and quotability, and it's like nine or ten out of ten on all of those. I really do think that Juno, which a lot of people, if you haven't seen Juno or if you're of our age, you might have missed it. Um, but I feel like it is very similar to a. I think Juno is very similar to this and what it did for film and society and people talking and stuff. 
Oh, um, yeah. I feel like this did the same thing where it brought up all these emotions like older dudes trying to fuck teenagers and pretending to offer help and stuff and teenage pregnancies. I feel like that that movie did similar. I think that movie Juno ran. Well, Heather walked so Juno could run. Um, well, she shouldn't run too much. She's pregnant. I know she'll fucking lose the baby. Um, so, yeah. And then that's also when I was like, this movie's way that when when Heather two Heather McNamara is getting raped. Is I'm like, Juno this is way uh, sequel to Mystery Alaska? That's where they tweet that, buddy. Um, so then they come up with the plan. Okay, so then they come up with the plan to kill those two dudes. Yeah. And th- this just further. Well, once the- again, it's just JD's plan. It is. He's because. Sent. Yeah. He. Well. He. Yeah. He. He loves chaos, as he said it. Yeah. But uh, it's pretty interesting because like Veronica sucks, and she's like being supposed. She's supposed to be smart. Yeah. But she's just kind of being like ho hum as far as like it's obvious they're gonna kill him. Yeah. But he JD uses this line about how these bullets Yeah, my dad uh, my grandpa my got grandpa, him in and Germany. they're just gonna break the skin. They're prank bullets. Yeah, yeah. And apparently in the script there was a scene they shot where there was a scene where she had a dog. Veronica apparently had a dog the whole time, and she's like gets ready to shoot the dog to like test them out to see how they work. And Christian Slater's like, oh, no, they don't work on small animals. And she's like, oh, OK. And it was just supposed to beat beat into the head that she's choosing yeah. not to believe this. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you again, all the fucking subtext, uh, you can choose to believe a lot of stuff in toxic relationships. Totally. Which uh, uh, that's what a lot of this movie is. Toxic friendships with the Heathers. Toxic, toxic relationship, relationship with, with JD. With your parents. Like, yeah. With your school, with your... Mm-hmm. The way the school starts rallying around stuff. Like, so So then they go Like, kill. you could drop that little hook from Britney Spears toxic into so many parts yeah. in this movie, and it would fit. Oh, yeah. I bet that's a YouTube video from 2008, 2009. A very shitty edited video is scenes yeah. from Heather's with Britney Spears toxic over him. Um, uh... Then now this is the scene that I got kind of like a uh I felt fucked up about was so they 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 yeah. tricked well you should they tricked the boys out into the woods she says like, she's gonna suck both yeah. of them off and that's when I'm like this movie's dirty well, as this shit. is where the movie turns too well oh as also because Heather Chandler dying is a lot more funny yes you know and, and she, she was already Drano mm-hmm. it's slapstick she falls through a table yeah that has that great line where it's like you kill I kill my best friend. I thought you said she was your worst, worst enemy. enemy. It's, like, it's like same difference. Same difference. You know, yeah. so it's it's a lot more light and fun. Well, when she the thing about when her. So what kind of twists her into believing the bullet thing more and stuff is when she goes to school and she finds out that the 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 big guy is saying that she sucked off both of them. Yeah. And so then she's even more pissed and stuff like that. And uh, we're playing swords in her mouth. Yeah. And so then she calls them and is like, I'm going to do this, you know? Uh, she's like, yeah, I'll fucking suck you both off in the woods. Uh, which, they, yeah, Sounds which fun. I fucking love when set designers yeah. just like totally lean into something mm-hmm. because he has a fucking football lamp mm-hmm. and a football phone. Yeah, on the same fucking shelf. So and they just show a shot of yep. the football player talking on a football. Then it's yeah. I don't know. Uh. They go so so the next day that they they have the conversation about the guns. She thinks they're using these magic bullets. Gets her out there and she's like, "All right, boys," and they start getting naked. And then 
Christian like Slater the just line where one yeah. of the football players when they first show up, yeah, and they got these grins like something's gonna, you know, like they're gonna have sex in the woods. Yeah, and he's like, so uh, do I just whip it out? Yeah, yeah. And then she, and then they're like, are you gonna get naked too? And she's like, uh, I was kind of hoping you'd rip my clothes off. And then they get naked. And they have it all set up to be make it look like it's going to be a gay uh, that, that they're in love. They have fake notes that say that they were in love and this is that the sit that the school wouldn't support them. And they knew that and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she's like one, two. And then Christian Slater shoots the guy from the, the big oaf one, the guy from Jag. He was on the TV show Jag. I don't know if you watched that, but uh, she shoots him in the head or Christian Slater shoots him. But then Winona Ryder misses the guy she's trying to shoot. Yeah. And Christian Slater's like, are you kidding me? And then he has to chase him to the woods. And now that was a little, I'm like, okay, Christian Slater is shoot, shooting a kid from school in the woods. He's chasing after him wearing this long trench coat. And then all of a sudden I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, I forgot that this is a real pet thing that happened. Immediately I'm like Columbine, you know? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which uh, that trench coat thing kind of funny. Christian Slater was really into trench coats yeah, he for a them. minute. Him and Kevin Smith kept that uh, all through the 90s, man. He yeah. kept, they kept those alive. Which it's really funny that JD didn't get suspended or expelled or anything. For the gun we thing? forgot to mention in the cafeteria scene early in the movie, the two jocks come over and start harassing him and he pulls out a gun and, and shoots, shoots blanks. Blanks right at him and they think they're going to die. They shit their pants. They piss and shit piss their them. pants. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so then and then he chases them. Cops come, stoned cops, by the way. Uh, and even though cops oh, yeah. got high, they're all cops are still bastards. Um, and they uh, they chase after the after uh, uh, Christian Slater, but he ends up getting the ba- getting the jock there, kills the jock, and then they escape to the car. And then as soon as they get in the car, they start fucking or pretending to fuck so that the cop doesn't think that's what's happening, and they just immediately go with the, what the story is, is that they were in yeah. love and there's a scene. We're not worried about plot here. We're worried about story. Somebody, I don't know who says this. I didn't attribute it to somebody, but somebody says mother of shit, which is really <laughs> funny. Um, and one of the ways to show that they're gay is, uh, mineral water, the sparkling water. Yeah. The which mineral so water. 80s. Yeah. And, and it's like, he even says that Christian Slater's like, this is Ohio. He's like, if any of you're not drinking a beer, you might as well be wearing a dress. Yeah. Uh, and then they go to school the next day they, or, you know, or maybe that same day they go to school and it reminded me so much of in scream when they're like, uh, Oh, did you hear blah, 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 blah. This girl walks up like a girl we've never seen before. I don't think it's Betty, but a girl we've never seen before walks up and just goes, did you hear school was canceled today because Kurt and Ram killed themselves in a suppressed homosexual suicide pact and yeah. just walks away. They get a full day off, not a half yeah. day. No, not a half day. I, uh, and then that, when that happens, uh, uh, that, uh, let me, I'm trying to look at my notes. Is that when the school finally lets the hippy dippy teacher do like the loving? Or is that uh, later? Yeah, it's pretty much like right after that. Because but also, again, it's really interesting on uh, this where it's like uh, the movie at the same time is getting into like mental health and depression. Uh, yeah. While at the same time, like underplaying suicide. Yeah. So it's like doing good, but it, well, uh, that's what she, that's what Veronica is saying because Veronica, Heather one didn't commit suicide. Yeah. Veronica killed her or they both killed her, 
But the way everybody is talking about suicide and then that song comes out, the suicide, don't do it and stuff. And she even has a line where she's like, this is a serious thing. Yeah. But they're all romanticizing it. It felt very much like the way. And then also when the, after Ram and uh, the other jock died, the way the, the town, the, the way that everybody was like uh, sympathetic to them, you know, even mm-hmm. though if they would have not died, nobody would have been sympathetic. Well, to there's the, yeah. Well, there's that line that really sticks out where yet they're having the football players funeral. The dad, the dad's like, I love, I my-, love my, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I love my dead gay son. I love my dead gay son. And then Christian Slater's like, yeah, but would he have loved him if he lived? And yeah, if he had a limp wrist and a pulse. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The uh uh that thing is felt that feels very much like last summer when they kill uh, in America where they kill uh George Floyd, and then all of a sudden fucking tide is like on Twitter, like we take a hard stance against racism of any type. It felt very much like we don't give a fuck about it. Oh, what is that popular? Okay, that's the thing we care about. Oh, that's yeah. what the school was there doing. There's a lot of that in this, and it is not the school. So once, so same dunk, thing with that song. Exactly, big fun. That's what the song is, and that song is referencing. Uh, I guess Queen had a song at the same time, or like a couple years before that was like a a, a corny "Don't Kill Yourself" song. Um, but well. Yeah, yeah, I mean that there was a lot of that in the '80s too. If you look at like sitcoms and shit, had when how they would handle fucking uh, suicide or like your after-school specials, yeah, and shit, where it's like it was very Disneyfied. Yeah. So then after that, after the the jocks are killed, that's when Dump Truck, the girl Martha, who the the obese girl. I think the I think the thinking was is that if she died, because you see that everybody loved Heather after she died, everybody's le- now loves the jocks. Yeah. That if she died, then everybody in the school would love her. But she didn't die, and at this point, the Heather uh, or Doherty's has become. See, the I saw girl. she's doing it just because. Fucking. Heather sh- suicide's sh- been glorified. I, she's actually depressed, and she's actually that suffered. That makes and sense. All of that stuff. It's probably and, both. It's probably where it's more. She actually attempts to kill herself, mm-hmm. and nobody cares because she's nobody, and they can get nothing out of it. That's right. Um, I I think it's probably both. Yeah, both of those yeah. things are are factor into it. Um, yeah. and the thing is, so that's when the hippy dippy teacher gets to have her big moment because they're in the that like school that like teachers lounge, and they're all talking, and they're all like, "Shut up!" But then the principal's like. I've seen a lot of bullshit. Angel dust, switchblades, sexually perverse photography exhibits involving tennis rackets, but this is the worst. <laughs> and so then, <laughs> that, and then that, that 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 tennis racket bit. Though. Oh, so funny. Uh, that flips. That is where, like the what I was talking about, like when tides, like we stand against systematic racism. That is when that is on. So the teacher that's supposed to give a shit and care, the hippie teacher. They have that thing in the lunchroom where they all hold hands, but she's called all the news channels. Yeah. Like, make sure to get my face and stuff like that. And I need yeah. to be stay, but the, like, it's just, it's all for show. Nobody cares. And Veronica sees Which that. Which is, again, timeless fucking theme. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time on social media. It's, 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 uh, it's one of those things that's like, it's a fun thing, but it's also like, wow, this is exactly right now still. This is, and this is never fixed, you know? 
People yeah. were common. It's like, I mean, so much of systematic racism and like homophobia and stuff like that has been talked about for in art for years. But it, when you watch it, you're like, God damn it. They were talking about this in 1988. Uh-huh. And we couldn't have fucking moved, a, moved the needle a little bit. Um, I, there's a part after that. So they, she, they go back to JD's place, his house. And uh, they're talking, and JD's dad comes it's in. It's a really they, weird looking radio, too. Well, JD's dad plays the video of the building falling, mm-hmm. and he shows the explosion and the way they both just revel in it. Yeah, and he's then, way too into it. Yeah, and then that's when he tells her about his mom. And then they're like, "Oh, it's your favorite song," and they pray on the radio. That song is playing the suicide. Don't do it. And he's like, "Oh, it's your favorite song." And then he pulls out his gun and shoots the radio. And like, um, it's like boom it's like beat perfect comedic beat where he's like oh it's your favorite song and you hear a little bit of it and he goes kaboom and then she just goes we're that's it we're breaking up (laughs) it's so like that that scene is like a perfect scene of a movie was like she's just like that's it we're breaking it wasn't him convincing you that these bullets don't murder or you know killing your friend it's that it's well okay now the violence is right here and this is the this is my breaking point you shot the radio um, and I really like that. And that's also fucking Slater. And he's said it a million times, but Christian Slater was doing a hell of a Jack Nicholson impression. Oh yeah. In especially in this. He said that after the movie was over, he sent a copy of it to Jack Nicholson with a note that was like, I'd love it if you would watch this movie I, I'm in. And uh, he never heard back from him. Oh yeah. That's kind of a bummer, but, uh, but I do like that. I, I, he, and, and, He's talking. I saw him talk about it in more recent interviews where he's like, when you're a young actor, you just ape what you see. And nobody was cooler than Jack Nicholson. And so and when when I was a kid, people would say, oh, you're like you look like Jack Nicholson. You sound like Jack Nicholson a little bit. So I I, I aped it up. And then eventually, you know, after you know 30 years or no, you turn it, you become you mix your it's just like with stand up comedy. Yeah. You start out doing your impression of Mitch Hedberg or your impression of uh, uh, Bill Hicks. And then eventually you mix yourself with it and then it's you can't see it. You don't see the forest for the trees, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what he eventually became. But in this movie, you see it. It's it's right there. His his Jack Nicholson this. Uh, OK, so then where are we at? Uh, he shoots the radio. Uh, oh, this is an that's uh, an interesting thing is Veronica, her old friend. Veronica is uh that is uh, uh, Rachel Estevez. That's Charlie Sheen and uh, Emilio Estevez's sister. Oh. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, uh, I made the note at that point. Uh, oh, she goes, that's when she has- Pretty um, hot for a nerd. <laughs> she is very hot. She goes home and uh, she sees her parents and she's like, her parents say something. I don't know. It was a great it. scene. Her, yeah. Her and, mom- Go ahead. Says, says one of the best lines- in the entire movie. What is it? Because I don't have it. I have a great line her dad says right there. Oh, she says, uh, when teenagers complain that they want to be treated like human beings, it's usually because they are being treated like human beings. Oh, where it's I just like... like, I, stuff- like I like what her dad says, where she's like, you patronize bunny rabbits. And her dad just goes, I don't patronize bunny rabbits. <laughs> yes. it, her dad reminds me of... Remember on The Critic? Remember his dad? Oh, yeah. He's like in, off in his own world. That's what the dad reminds me of in this. Yeah. Um, uh, and then I made the note right there because that's when um, I mean, the parents are off in their own world, which obviously is a product of a lot of the 80s with the uh, latchkey kids yeah. and every everything that we were starting to get. 
that's a lot more parent detachment. This is when, um, when there, what sparks all that is she comes home and JD has told the parents that she's suicidal when she's not. And so, uh, it's pretty creepy too. Cause he gives the parents a letter note. to give to her. And, uh, it's pretty much him writing in her handwriting, handwriting which is why I'm like Tyler says, Durden. Yeah. But also she's really good at writing in other people's handwriting. Now he's taken on that trait of her. Um, and that's when, like at that point she goes upstairs, she, go, she lays down on the bed and just goes to sleep and then wakes up to, to him coming in the bedroom and they go over to Shannon Doherty, Heather, who is now the queen bee and they're going to kill her. And then they have her funeral where everybody's wearing 3D goggles. <laughs> the knife. The, the, the knife talk thing? about the knife is hilarious. Yeah. Where they're like, that knife is too dirty. Heather would not slit her wrist. Yeah. And he's like something that well, dirty. She goes, the knife is that knife is too dirty. And he goes, well, I'm not taking her tonsils yes. out. I'm going to gut her. And, yes. and then she's like, no, she would never cut herself. She'd never slit her wrist with a knife that dirty. And he goes in the room and the way she looks when he goes in the room is really fucked up. And then he kills her. They have the funeral and everybody's wearing 3D glasses and shit. And that's when I literally wrote, I never know what the fuck is happening in this movie. Yeah. And then she wakes up and it becomes, and you realize that was a dream. And you're like, oh, that's why the fucking funeral was super weird. And Heather one was there telling her to eat her spaghetti and shit. Um, well, and it's her favorite food. And that's what, yes, it spaghetti. Is. With, spaghetti with oregano. Yeah, with extra oregano. And then that's when she decides to fake hang herself. So she hangs herself. And that's when JD finally comes. Uh, well, he's she, into that, right? Well, he thinks she did hang herself. He thinks she's done it. And so he's, and he literally goes, God damn it, Veronica. I was just teasing, which is funny that these things he's pulling, he considers teasing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, so then he leaves. And I think that's when Christian Slater, JD has the break. Where he's like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to blow up the school now. If she's dead, there's nothing left in this town. Just like how his dad blows up the building and then they move on to the next town. That's what yep. he's going to do. And the mom comes up and sees her. And what is... Fuck, I don't think I have it. But the mom... Uh, I don't I don't have the line. But the mom comes up and says something like, God, I didn't, you know... Is this because I didn't buy you a pony or something? She says some fun line. And then she just like looks up. And it feels very Beetlejuice. She's like, whatever, mom, I'm going to come down for dinner now. And like her mom's reaction to her hanging doesn't matter because she was doing that for JD. Yeah. So it's just like, get out of my room, you fucking weirdo. When the mom just saw her daughter dead, you know? Yeah. Um, goes to the school. She starts figuring out what's going on with the um, petition, the, the petition to get big fun, the fake band to come play at the school. Um, and how Shannon Doherty is like tricking everybody into doing, into saying it's, they, she's like, this is a petition for a soda machine in the gym and stuff. She's just getting the signatures no matter how she wants to. Um, uh, I think that's actually before that. Cause I think they kill her after that. The dream where they kill her is after that. I'm thinking of when she go, they go to the school and Christian Slater starting the bombs. Yeah. And so he's placing these bombs around and she meets up with him in the base. They're having an assembly. In the so boiler room. So they're in the boiler room below the gym and uh, she confronts him and he uh, uh, she shoots his fucking finger off, which is so funny. He gives her the middle finger and she shoots it off. And you're like, what? I love it. And blood is everywhere. And then she's telling him to stop how to stop the bomb. And he's like, press the red button. But they're all red buttons. And then 
he stabs the bomb, which I guess makes it so that the stopping it doesn't matter, right? And so that's really interesting. And um, what ha- what happens? They he takes it outside. They fight. Yeah, she thinks she shoots him, leaves him for dead. That's right. And she goes out front. Yeah, she's walking out of the building, but then he comes out. Yeah. And surprise, surprise, he's taken the bomb and now strapped it to his chest. And he literally self-destructs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Another fucking right. metaphor. And there's a moment that reminded me a lot right there of, um, you know, that scene in The Dark Knight where famously uh, Heath Ledger's pushing the button to blow up the, the hospital. Uh-huh. There's a delay that he didn't expect. So he kind of like relaxes for a second and then it explodes and it causes a really great moment on screen. Yeah. He has a moment like that too, where he's like, thinks it's time, but then he looks down and he has to like hit the chest piece a couple times. And then it starts back to three seconds. And there's a moment there where maybe it's fake. Maybe that's just scripted that way. But there's a moment there where Christian Slater, like that character, you're kind of like, Oh, Oh wait, Nope. We're still doing this. Okay. Let's blow up. Right. She puts the cigarette in her mouth, that classic scene. Um, And it was fun. That's, like I said, I thought that was going to be some weird dream sequence. I had no idea that that's how that was going to play out. And he explodes. Everybody. Well, it is pretty cartoony. It is. It's very good. It And it plays with the rest of the movie very well, like the way yes. the tone and everything. And then she walks through the school. And this is what I loved as she's walking through the school and she sees Shannon Doherty, Heather, and she's like, fuck you. She takes the hairpiece from her, the, the bow and is like, I'm in charge now. I'm the head bitch now. And then she walks up to Martha, who's in a like a like a wheelchair or a, like a rascal because of her yeah. getting hit by a bus. And she's like, Hey, do you want to come over this week and rent some new releases? And I think that is such a good and she's like, and then that's Martha's we first get line. Beetlejuice. Martha's first line in the movie is uh, yeah, I'd I'd really like that. And then you and then she goes, Yeah, I would too. And the only thing, literally the only thing that I think would have made that scene uh, like better is if Betty would have walked up and walked with them to there. And she would have been had that story arc of she's back with her friend and this girl that's a good person. Mm-hmm. But also that doesn't feel like this movie. This movie, that's too. That's, that's why too- Betty and Martha are the same person in the musical. Oh, is that true? Oh, yes. that's that's good to know. Um, uh, so and then and then the credits roll now. I, I, what did you think? Uh, if you were going to give this movie stars, where would you give it? Oh, uh, out of five. We'll do six. How about that? Instead of doing a top six, we'll give it out of six, uh, whatever okay. stars. All right. Out of six stars? Yeah. Four and a half. Yeah. I'd say that's right. Four, four and a half. That's what I'll do too. Um, yeah. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Never expected. I've, I, it's one of those things I wish I would have watched it 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like back when I loved, watched, like when I would watch Pump Up the Volume all the fucking time. <laughs> Um, I think it was great. It. I watched it twice. Enjoyed it both times. Yeah, it was within about a twelve-hour period. Um, I asked Stacy what she thought of it, and she enjoyed it too. She liked it, but mm. it, she was a lot more. Uh, I don't know if the not annoyed, put off. No, but she wished there would have been a lot more explanation on the things like yeah. the why are her and JD well, all of a sudden together? Why again? You got to remember, this is nineteen eighty-nine movies. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we just kind of accepted plot points a lot more back then. Yeah, you're right. Number one, the word plot hole doesn't even exist for another 20 years. Yeah. You know? But Coos does. (laughs) 
Patrick, uh, you're being such a coos. It reminded me, I, and now this might be weird, but it reminded me of Sin City a lot. Where, so Sin City is uh, the first movie. I never saw the second one. But the, the movie Sin City is based on a comic book series. And there's a lot of stuff that they pull from the comics and make the movie Sin City. Yeah. That's what I felt like this. I felt like I could see the 300 page script and they're like, all right, we're going to cut out this part. We're going to cut out this. We're going to take this. We're going to take this. And because they're doing it so well and it's written well and it's directed well and the acting's really good, you're fine with the fact. Like, yeah. The things that I don't see on screen, I just believe happened. Whereas with a lesser movie, you're like, wait a minute. Why the fuck do they like each other now? You would never, there's no reason they like each other. But in this movie, when things happen, you're like, okay, yeah, I just believe that that happened you know yeah because it's done well um but yeah now so you speaking of the musical now uh did you watch the musical at all you say or no I, to it? I i listened to uh the first half and then you you gotta listen to the end of any musical that's oh, what totally, they're yeah. that's what they're judged on yeah so uh i listened to the finale real quick they had some bops yeah it it blew my mind so um so obviously now we know this now because we watch this movie and listeners, you may know, but like Heather's, the film is a cult classic. It's, it's like people love it. It's a big deal. It's a big movie. And so in 2014, they made a musical for it. And what this is what I thought was really surprising is it was a successful musical. Like I remember I was in New York in 2014. Yeah. I remember hearing, seeing subway posters for it and stuff. The interesting thing is it was never, it never technically played on Broadway. Hmm. It was off Broadway and then it played and it was off Broadway for a while and it was a big hit, um, which, you know, off, I don't know if you know, but off Broadway basically just means it's not officially considered a, like it's not Tony eligible. Yeah, but it's still I mean, sell out. It still make millions of bucks. Totally. But um, the original run, though, the original um, when they because when you so when you make a musical, you write it and then you do it. It's kind of like open mics. Uh, you do it for a like. 50 shows at a smaller theater to tighten it up in front of small mm -hmm. audiences. And in that version, um, the Veronica character was played by Annalie Ashford, who, if you've seen the John Mulaney and the sack lunch bunch, she's the, I saw a white lady crying that song. That's her, which is really funny. But the craziest thing is in the original run. So prior to it being off Broadway, the character of Heather Duke. So the right. Shannon Doherty character it's played by Christine Lincoln, who is Alex from Step by Step, who's oh. like not in fucking anything. Yeah. So that's so weird. And then it went to broad. It went to L.A. Then they took it off Broadway in 2014. And then in 2018, what happened was it went to the West End, which is the West End is like uh, England's London? Broadway. Yeah. yeah. And it is like the big time over there. And it became a huge fucking hit in England. This is and fun. So Do you know. Yeah. Uh Christian Slater. Yeah. Eventually does theater. Uh theater in the West End. Yep. Uh including One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Where he does the the Nicholson role. Um and uh I'll Big talk old, it, yeah. I love it. I love it. I one time when I was in London once I saw the the old Vic, which is a big the, famous Were theater. you in London twice? I've been in London a handful of times. Okay. Um but I uh, one time when I was in London, we went by the old Vic and I have a really cool picture. The old Vic is a theater. It's like a, it's like, you know, a theater that's been around for, you know, like 150, 200 years. Mm -hmm. And outside it was great because the show that was playing at the old Vic at the time was the postman always rings twice starring Val Kilmer. And so it was like this big, beautiful marquee that just said yeah. Val Kilmer in the, po and I was just like, God, if I had 
$300. Like my whole trip cost the amount of money a ticket to go see that would be. But how cool would that be to see, it fucking, would. you know, uh, fucking Batman. That's right. I love Val Kilmer. Did you know that he's got like mouth disease and he can't his acting? He can't really act anymore. Uh-uh. Yeah, it's really sad. He, I haven't still, heard about that. It might be top secret. <laughs> he is still acting, but he's just got like a he, he had like some sort of form of throat cancer. And so his voice is way fucked up now. Um, it's kind of a bummer, but he's still taking it with stride and he's like still his brain's there. He's still like a totally normal act, you know. Um, but anyway, so that's that. I haven't seen that now. And they also did the the reboot which the TV the CW show. in 2018. That sucks. And like I said at the top, um, check out the Sarah Zed video on that about why it's so bad because it just it, it it just kind of it messed up all of the themes and the tropes and they tried to make it very like LGBTQ friendly but then instead just kind of fucked that all up you know mm-hmm. um, and so uh, it kind of just shows it kind of just shows how this is such a tightrope of a story and how they whoever produced that and made that just fucked it all up didn't do it right yeah they should have gotten the guys from airheads yeah and the truth about cats and dogs that's right you know artists uh i wish i could find airheads i can't find it anywhere i love that movie i have it on dvd i might have it on DVD. it survived we talk talk about that like can you like i feel dirty the idea of watching a dvd it makes me feel like i'm a fucking idiot well sometimes the internet goes out you know thank you Um, uh that has one of my favorite uh like non sequiturs what does airheads yeah just uh I ain't farting on no snare drum. <laughs> I like when he's she goes, what are you thinking about? And he just goes, swimming pools. Yeah. See, uh, I was also thinking this the other day. Brendan Fraser would have been a good month. Oh, yeah. I, I 100%. So, so literally. Fraser. Fra- I don't know if you've seen this on the Internet, but Fraser's been getting a lot of love. Oh, yeah. For the last couple of years. couple of years. But especially like maybe a month ago, he got a ton of. He was like, it was like Brendan Fraser week. Yeah, um, I, I and saw he's, a funny meme recently where it was uh, my sexual identity is the cast of Mummy 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he So Brendan Fraser is great, but the, the bummer with Brendan Fraser is kind of why he fell why he fell yeah. out of acting was because he was sexually like assaulted by a male Hollywood producer, and when he spoke up about it, nobody believed him or gave a shit, and so he kind of got black. That same thing that happens to a thousand actresses because of Harvey Weinstein yeah. happened to him and then he got like really fucking in his head and depressed. And that's why people are always like, what happened to Brendan Fraser? Why did he disappear for so long? It's Talk a about a blast from the past. Yeah. Um, and now he's getting through it. And he did a great article a couple of years ago with like the Hollywood reporter, I think. But he does a great article where he explains it all and talks about it and names names. It was after the Me Too movement came out and he felt more comfortable. Yeah. And so now he gets to be this stuff. And he's a person for people of our generation and the generation like behind us. He's such a touchstone that like, it's only like Christian Slater is the same way. I, uh, what's it called? Um, Mr. Robot. So Christian Slater got that role in Mr. Robot and had won a golden globe. And it was such a prestige television show that he was so good in. That's because those people that made that movie were fans of fucking like pump up the volume yeah. and, and gleaming the cube and stuff. And so that's what, that's how these people get up. Doom patrol. People loved Brendan Frazier from the mummy and, 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 and blast from the past and stuff. And so, they made him Mr. Robot. Hopefully, yeah, he's Mr. Robot in Doom Patrol. Ooh, two different Mr. Robots. Uh, so that's it. That's it. I would 100% love a, a Brendan Fraser month. And then but Zachary maybe, Quinto plays Robot in Invincible. Oh, yeah, he does. Um, also played Spock. 
Anyways, uh, what I think we talked Heather's to death. We did. Well, uh, about as much as we could. Do you have any final thoughts? Mm, got a top six. Oh, you did make a top six? Yes, I did. Okay, go ahead, and I'll do one too. Go ahead. You uh, go first. Real quick, I, I burned I burned one of these. Yeah. But uh, like I said, this is a very quotable movie. Yeah. Uh, so these were my six favorite uh, Shit, quotes that, or lines. That's what I was going to do too. Go ahead, do it. I don't okay, good. Hopefully, I don't burn any of yours. But uh, here are my top six in no order. Uh, this is uh, number one. Football season is over. Kurt and Ram had nothing more to offer the school other than date rape and AIDS jokes. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Uh, and then I also had to put down. I loved the I don't patronize bunny rabbits. Oh, line. yeah, that's so funny. That's my number two in there. Uh, and then uh, here we go. Number three. If you were happy every day of your life, you wouldn't be a human being. You'd be a game show host. Oh, that's correct. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. And then uh, I also got uh, I've got a meaningfully marked up Moby Dick. That's does more than a suicide note. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing where so in this movie, it's Moby Dick. It was supposed to be Catcher in the Rye. Because Catcher in the Rye is the one that like John Hinckley had with them and stuff, and um, Where, that's and oh, his that was because I I really like the Moby Dick allegory about how uh you know if you think about like Ahab yeah. is trying to kill the white whale to give his life meaning, you know they do it and, well they do it well but it was originally supposed to be and also there's part I mean you can see that J D one of the other things is J D Salinger is another namesake that he gets that character from um. But uh, I do think that's funny. And he's like, I highlighted Eskimo. That's going to kill him. And then at the funeral, <laughs> yeah. Orlo's like, Eskimo. Yeah, same thing with like the Myriad joke. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, 50 cent word, you know? It's really good. Yeah, um, talk about inflation. They're totally. $5 words now. That's right. Um, and then uh, I also had that line of uh, when teenagers complain about wanting to be treated like human beings, it's usually because they are being treated like human beings. That's right. And then my number six, short and sweet. What's the upchuck factor on that? <laughs> that is really good. Uh, that's great. Okay, so I'll tell you mine. My, my number six. You better uh, not just quote Juno now. No, but a lot of these are ones that we've already said because I didn't think yeah, of this. Yeah, that's fine. That's stupid. But so my number We're six still is working gonna be, out. Heather one says, uh, Heather told me she teaches people real life. She said, Real life sucks, losers. You want to fuck with the Eagles? You have to learn to fly. Yeah, I want to, fuck, want to fuck with, with the Eagles. Eagles. Um, uh, Puts on Hotel California. I love the Our Love is God. Let's go get a slushie. That's a great that line. Feels, that feels like fuck it, dude. Wait, what? Fuck it, dude. Let's go bowling. 100%. It feels like the same thing. Um, 100%. That was used in like a wedding. Oh, totally. Yeah. Multiple weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On, um, the, on the fucking koozie. Yeah, uh, the coos. Oh, speaking of, that's in my list. I, uh, I really loved my number five is uh, the the or is uh, or number six or sorry, my number four is the Orlo the Beetlejuice guy. Uh, we need to make sure these teenagers Oof. know the name of the righteous dude. It's Jesus Christ, and he's in the book. There's the way he says that and delivers that is so funny. Nowadays, Jesus is an alt righteous dude. Thank you. Um, 
Uh, I loved when the dad said, these are all I've quoted these already on the show, but uh, when the, when the, what the, the teacher guy is like, did you hear school was canceled today because Kurt and Ram killed themselves in a suppressed homosexual suicide pact. Uh, Heather one saying, what's your damage besides being a real coos? And then my all time favorite quote, say that all the time now. Oh yeah. Like what is your damage? Well, well, funny thing is, so Jimmy Pardo, the comedian, Jimmy Pardo on never not funny. will he'll like say coos. That's his term for like vagina. And oh. like, and not in it, he's doing it with a wink. He's not being like yeah. offensive, but, and I'm like, oh, so when they said that in this, I was like, okay, that's a thing in the eighties. People said coos. I'm going to go cruise for coos. Um, and then my favorite line, even though there's probably better ones, but my favorite line from this movie is you remember fucking Kansas. <laughs> you know, Axl Rose is now a magician. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. He has an appetite for distraction. Oh, wow. That's good. Um, you know, uh, Axel Rose got in a lot of trouble with the NBA. Oh yeah, yeah, because he was arguing for Chinese democracy. <laughs> Buddy, that's the show. We did it. We did it. First week of Christian Slaperol is over. Great name too. We did good. Yeah, we came a long way. I think. Oh, for, oh, by the way, I wanted to give a quick shout out to friend of the show. Uh, Mike Haas, who's uh, come down with the damn Corona. Uh, I don't want to come down with the damn Corona. I don't want to come back down from this glass. Uh, I spent the entire pandemic wearing a mask, and now I got this shit. Uh, we love you, Mike, and uh, we want get you better. to uh, feel better, get better soon. Uh, we know you've been taking it serious, and you're going to continue that, to. Um, Mike Coos? <laughs> you can't call him that. It's Mike Haas. <laughs> um, uh, I also want to give a quick shout out to the Kazis. They lost their puppy dog, and I mm. think that's a heartbreaker. We love you, thinking about you, so just know that. Uh, and also, if this has been a fun distraction while you're listening to our episode, I'm sorry for this part where we just brought it right back up into your fucking mind. But, uh, but we love you all, and thank you for being uh, the NFers that you are. Um, buddy. Patrick. You're going to get your, your shot here soon. I'm not going to miss it. I'm not throwing it away. You're not. Nope. You're not going to throw away your shot. You're, you only get, you know what? It's the opposite of him because you're not getting Johnson and Johnson, I assume. Also, Lin-Manuel Miranda, they should have gave me a warning. He was on a recent episode of uh, Modern Family. Really funny. Oh, weird. He's on an episode of House once. Oh, yeah? He does a weird episode of House once that's like out of the blue. Um, Like back before he was like famous at all. Uh, yeah. There's a, um, uh, yeah, you're going to go get your shot. Uh, I very am. exciting. I want to get a shot. shot. Also, shout out to the uh, Hambrights, Hambrights who helped us with that. Dude, we're um, gonna we're getting pretty close to being able to have an yeah. in-person podcast. I'll tell you this. I know when it can be, buddy. As long, mm-hmm. as, as, long as everything still works. The, I would say May 12th. No, May, May 9th, I think we'd be able to do it. My second shot is May 1st. Yours will probably be May 1st or May 2nd. Nice. So, uh, ten days after that, we could we could do one. Get everybody, get the whole the whole crew involved. The whole you know? gang plays yeah. the fucking Oregon Trail. That's right. Um. So that, and then we're gonna be so bad because we don't know how to podcast in person anymore. <laughs> um. But uh. But yeah. So that's exciting because we've never done an episode in the studio together in this podcast. You know, season two. Yeah. Uh. So that's exciting. I'm so I'm so glad your your arm's gonna hurt as fucking bad as mine does tomorrow. Does it feel like you got punched? Uh, yeah, it does. It, it, I'm not complaining. 
it's one of those things where if I had not got a shot yesterday and my arm hurt like this, I'd be like, what the fuck happened? But it's it's fine. I mean, I can move it around. It's not too bad. Stacy has accidentally hit my arm twice since it happened, which is very funny. Um, she gets hers. Does Danielle have her scheduled? Uh, no, she's getting uh, surgery oh. soon. So. Oh, la, la, la. Um, I hope it's something cool, like she's getting calf implants or something. Uh, no, it is cosmetic, <laughs> though. Oh, she's going to get a huge calf implant. That's right. D-cups in her calves. That's hilarious. Um, well, we wish her the best of luck. Uh, Stacey's getting her first shot on Tuesday morning. Ooh. That's exciting. Um, it's really, it's all coming together. Um, where can the listeners find you, dude? Reamcore. Yeah. R-E-A-M-K-O-R-E. That's right. Uh, you can find all my average tweets there. there. Uh, I make pretty mediocre memes. And uh, my profile picture is like five years old. I think Reams memes was better than pretty mediocre memes, honestly. Yeah. As a, like, if you're going to choose one to say, um, let me see. I'll pull up one of your most recent ones here. Um, okay. Let me see. I'm looking for one with a lot of likes on here. Um, mm, here we go. Oh, keep boy. Scrolling. Y'all ever watch stories on Facebook, then forget that you're on Facebook and ask yourself, who the hell are these people? <laughs> and that's a true, uh, that'll happen to me sometimes. Yeah. Uh, you're just like, what? Who's this fucking idiot? Yeah. Um, oh, also your Christian Slater photos. Great. Slater from uh, Stayed by the Bell with the Jesus cross <laughs> in his hand. Um, fantastic, buddy. You can follow me at Patrick Hasty. That's at P-A-T-R-I-C-K-H-A-S-T-I-E, where you will get such classic tweets as uh, this film is presented in, I say, I say, this film is presented in 4-3 format to preserve the integrity of Foghorn Leghorn's creative vision. <laughs> Uh, so that's fantastic. Uh, also, listeners, this is exciting. Reem, I don't know if you even saw it. I'm selling uh-uh. a new shirt. Uh, had some pressure from some NFers or Connecticut NFers came at me saying we need some merch from you. And so uh, I, I made a new shirt with a hat because you know me, I like wearing a hat. Boom, I've sold a dozen of them already. And so, Sick. yeah, it rules. So go to cool, uh, Teesp- just Google Teespring cool shirts. Okay, I guess. And then you'll see the store. And guess what? At the store, not only will you get a shirt with Patrick Casey on it, mm-hmm. you'll also get the Nostalgic Front t-shirts. You'll get the Jackknife Comedy t-shirts. You'll wow. get a Reemcore shirt. We'll give you your own shirt, buddy. It'll be fun. Yeah. Um, and so we'll get all that up there. So go there if you haven't. If you've never bought a shirt, go buy one now. It's time um, to say teen people, not so much. Oh, that's far. Uh, tell your friends, uh, be cool, never die. And as always, remember... If you're not an NFer, you're an MFer. So, so get, get the, the fuck, fuck out of It's great to have friends like Patrick and Reem who are obscure and yet thoughtful. I love this podcast.